oh my god like i hope my dad didn't see me like with a vibrator or whatever like i don't know hello and welcome to revealing your secrets the podcast i'm alex weiss and i am so tired and have a pounding headache because I am five days off of caffeine. I didn't realize that I was addicted because it's so normalized to drink caffeine every day, but I am I must be addicted because I'm my the adverse effects happening, they're um they're severe. Why are you quitting caffeine, Alex? Thank you for asking. I am preparing for an ayahuasca ceremony in Peru. And there are a lot of different things you're supposed to cut out of your diet and your life to prepare for an ayahuasca trip. If you don't know what ayahuasca is, it's a plant medicine, a psychoactive or psychedelic tea that they make from two plants, the ayahuasca vine, which translates to vine of the soul or vine of the dead, which is really cool, and a shrub called chacruna. So you drink this tea and you throw up a lot (laughs) and it's supposed to take you on a very difficult this is just what i've heard read seen uh difficult but rewarding and healing experience help you move through energetic blockages and move through trauma that you have in your system so i'm really excited i'm going to prove for seven days i'm doing four ceremonies in a row should be intense i truly in in my lifetime have never been more excited about anything. How do you choose how many sessions you're going to do? I didn't necessarily choose how many sessions per se, but I knew I if I was going to go to the Amazon, I wanted to go for at least a week. So I just chose a seven day. It's like a full all-inclusive retreat. You go and they you have a place to stay and they feed you and kind of show you around and then they give you the, give you the goods. There are <laughs> shamans that help you guide through guide you through the experience uh but it's kind of interesting there's this whole like prep period beforehand where you're supposed to cut out so many things caffeine alcohol weed salt sugar fermented foods spicy foods that's literally everything meat dairy i know what are you eating bananas almonds eggs okay rice and you're also supposed to cut out social media TV, masturbation, sex, anything that you would deem as sort of unnecessary and somewhat of a distraction, kind of like stripping it back to your core self is the is the goal. I've been like increasing my meditation practice, trying to spend more time outside. I think that without doing that kind of prep, it's a, probably more of a shock when you get there and you do you have the actual experience. Um, also because you throw up so much, I think you're supposed to not have so much like gunk in your system. So yeah, I'm psyched and nervous. I'm going alone. I don't speak Spanish, never been to Peru, have no sense of direction. So it's scary always to travel alone, but Oh, I've been to Peru. You have? Yeah. But actually I speak a decent amount of Spanish. Like I always surprise people when I go travel in a Spanish-speaking country. Can you speak to me in Spanish? No, you no, you haven't earned that. I'm just kidding. I haven't earned I'm just kidding. I feel like I have earned I'm it. Jelly. But I won't put you on the spot. No, I don't want to do that. But I just mean to get around. It's not like I'm like, let me tell you about 
my day. This anecdote. Yeah, no, but I can get around. So oh, do you want to bring me is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a little late for that. Oh, no. I've been eating meat and having sex. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> you're not ready. You're not ready. Um, I cheated through Spanish class. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so did I. <laughs> well, how Somehow I picked up enough. I still, it's amazing. I remember I had this one this one um, Spanish teacher and she would say, muy mal. That's very bad. Very bad. <laughs> I actually knew that. So I guess I'm not as yeah, bad as say, off as I Ay, think. Ay, Dios mío. <laughs> you don't have your homework? Ay, Dios mío. How do we say, let's get on to the secrets? Andale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've got mail. Hey, Alex. When I was a kid, I absolutely hated swimming at school. I can swim, but I get stressed out and somehow have a hard time breathing without getting a panic attack. So, as one does, I faked being sick every time we had swimming lessons. Of course, I was smart enough to act as if I had become sick after the lessons. I had a plan and an end goal. Nobody got really that suspicious since I already got sick relatively often and I was incredibly good at acting for a child in elementary school. Seriously, I should have went into acting. So much talent was wasted. I got through that time without really anyone looking deeper into it. My mom just accepted that I probably had a chlorine allergy. Now this is where problems started arising, especially once I got to fifth grade. My mother sent me to a specialist to give an excuse thing, no clue what it's called in English, for the swimming lesson at my new school since she thought I had the allergy and couldn't stop now, nor did I want to. I thought it was over. I would be exposed as a liar and nobody would ever trust a single word I say again. The doctor just gave me the excuse thing without inspecting or testing anything. I have no clue why he did that and why nobody questioned it, but I sure as hell didn't either. Things just always work out like that for me. I'm incredibly lucky whenever I have to be. I've always said that being lucky is my only talent. Anyways, I am now 18 years old and everybody in my life still genuinely believes I have a chlorine allergy. I have missed out on so many fun opportunities because of it, but I just can't say anything now. This lie has been going on for an actual century. <laughs> an actual century. It's too far to ever stop unless you don't want your parents to ever trust me again. It still makes me feel a little embarrassed sometimes and it never truly leaves my mind, but it isn't really brought up often, unlike the secret of my full name that not a single person I'm close to except for anyone who has seen my legal documents knows about. It's genuinely stressful to hide it whenever I am with friends and have to show someone my ID. Love your vids, though. That was a confusing plot twist at the end. She's like, I've been hiding the secret about this fake allergy for a century and also my whole identity is a lie but anyways you know what i i'm noticing a pattern with that in submission what do you what do you mean i've seen it i think we've seen it a few times recently where someone will write a whole lengthy submission about one thing and then just at the drop very a end bomb right at yes the end. <laughs> we had it recently i remember a specific time so i think that's interesting it's almost like that's the soft landing and then that's the real that's the real oh the real secret at the end yeah well we'll focus on the the um the allergy because it's interesting also i bet you they just don't like their name they're not like in witness protection program or anything crazy okay true so uh you know something to note just something to note it is an interesting observation and thank you for sharing i 
want to let you know that there's a really easy fix to this. I'm no doctor, but I feel like we all know that uh, allergies don't last. They come and go throughout our lives. So all you need to do is tell your family that you've decided to test the waters, literally. Did you like that, Amanda? Are you proud of me? No, I loved it. And go swimming to see if you're still allergic. And then you get in the water and, oh, my God, I'm not allergic anymore. Right? Because we all know that. That can happen. That you get, you can randomly get an allergy. You can stop having an allergy. Yes, that happened to me. With what? Macadamia nuts. Okay, fun fact about Amanda. I know. The more you know. Do you love nuts now? I love nuts. Amanda all loves nuts. nuts. Before I was limited with the types of nuts, but now it's all, all nuts. Types. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish that I faked an allergy in high school so I could get out of sports because we had to play sports in high school. What's an allergy that would cover all athletic activities? Balls. Grass. Grass? Yeah. Like pollen in the air maybe or something? I just can't be oh, outside. Oh, I guess you'd be indoors. They'd be like, run a mile in the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah. that Balls doesn't cover that either. God. Oh, that was that was always the worst part for me was the mile. And they would yell my last name oh, across running, the field. And the then mile. It was so traumatic because everyone who would finish would go and sit on the bench. And, and so watch. everyone's watching you being in the last group. Amanda, I was a last grouper too. Why? Do you think no. that's why part... I think that is partly why we connect. Yes. We have Which, last grouper for running a mile energy. We're in the same group for the mile run. That's, <laughs> that tracks. Oh, anyways, to this submitter, good luck. Get out there and just keep swimming or start swimming. One time, I tricked my boyfriend of four years into thinking he was cheating on me, but really he wasn't. Here's the story. My now ex worked at CVS and there was a time some chick gave him her number. I, being the sneaky one I am, looked on his phone one night while he was asleep and saw he was texting, flirting, planning to meet up with this girl that he met at his job. I instantly had an evil plan. I downloaded a texting app and registered a number with the same area code as her. I went into his phone and blocked her number and replaced the contact's number with my new texting app number. He's stupid, so I knew he would never know it's her number it's not her number and luckily this girl had an android so the green text bubbles wouldn't be an issue another plus was that she had sent him pictures and i recognized her didn't know her personally but knew of her and knew her name so i was able to look her up on facebook save pics of her and send them to him fast forward he talks to her me for a while and then he makes a plan to meet up with her at Starbucks at the same time I usually leave for work. Well, I decided to go into work late that day and went to Starbucks and waited for him to show up. He was confused when he saw me. I said I was getting a drink for work and he tried to rush me out of the Starbucks. I left and he texted the girl, me, and was like, you never showed up. To which I responded, yeah, I did, but saw you talking to some other girl, so I decided to leave. He then goes on a rant about how the girl he was talking to, me... <laughs> was a stalker and was obsessed with him and wouldn't leave him alone. And that is, and that if she ever sees me on comments on his social media, on his socials to ignore it because I'm a psychopath. We had lived together for two years at this point with his kids. Ooh, that is cold. 
Anyways, I had a little more fun texting him as her for a while, but eventually ghosted him as the girl and broke up with him as me. Not even because he was cheating on me, but because he told me he was going to disown his son for wanting to be transgender and gay. Not in my household. I crossed the line at transphobia and homophobia. LMAO. It just happened again. I know, another bomb at the end. Damn, thank you for being a gay ally. We love that. Um, gay rights. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's so painful thinking of what it would be like to text my significant other as somebody else, like receiving those messages that they're sending to, even though it's you, they don't know it's you. And that's the point. Like, it's very, it's causing me pain inside to think about, actually. Also, I don't have the, I don't know what it takes to to execute this plan. The patience, the the cool, the calm, cool, collected nature to be able to like walk into another room and get a sexy text that that's not actually for me from my partner and then go back and pretend that nothing just happened. Like when I have a problem, it's boiling. I need to talk about it immediately. This is, I'm impressed, but I don't know if I'm impressed in a good way. You know, like this isn't, this can't be good, but I am impressed. Anyways, again, thank you for being an ally. <laughs> we love you for that. Hey, Alex, I might be wrong about this, but I might be the only 30-year-old male that listens slash watches your content. But anyways, that's not my secret, LOL. Here it is. I want to be pegged. I'm straight, but I have a fantasy of being pegged by attractive women. I'm pretty open about it when I talk to women on OnlyFans, and at least two of my exes know I'm into it now. I wasn't into it when I was with them, though. I wasn't, and I am not homophobic or anything, just didn't have an interest. It wasn't until a girl I hooked up with a few years ago would finger my asshole when she gave me head. Honestly, loved it. It would make me come fast and hard. I liked it enough to do it to myself when I masturbate. Not all the time, but I do it. Lately, I've been watching porn of guys getting pegged. In fact, one of my all-time favorite porn stars did it in a way that I really want it done to me. Missionary, well, sorry, this is just like so um, descriptive. Miss Missionary, while she also jerks me off. I've told multiple women on OnlyFans it's a new fantasy, and they all gave me advice to basically train my asshole to take a strap-on slash dildo before I try it. So soon, I'll be buying an anal training kit. <laughs> Why does this just keep getting more intense? Another part of this secret is that I really want my most recent ex to peg me. She knows I'm into it, but I'm not sure she knows I want her to do it to me. I wasn't a god-awful boyfriend, but I see it as her getting to revenge fuck me. But also I'm her ex, and she most likely doesn't want anything intimate. In this case, not so intimate between us at all, which is understandable. Anyways, there you go. You saying normalize but male butt play on this week's episode gave me the final push to type this out. Hope I don't have too many typos. And if I did, love the way you attempt to pronounce what's there instead of correcting it. P.S. Huge fan of feet. And I love that moment <laughs> you and your therapist had where you both said you liked your feet worshipped. Let's also normalize the foot fetish. I hate feeling less than for finding feet cute. I'm sorry, but did it not just happen again? It's not like the thing at the end was necessarily like a bigger bomb, but it was it a bomb. It was another bomb, Just a though. bomb at the end. That's so funny. It's a theme in this episode specifically, too. It is. I just want to correct for the record. Meredith and I did not say we liked our feet being worshipped. 
I think just a nice touch. Worship. For for me specifically, <laughs> it's not even necessarily sexual. I just like my feet being touched because it relaxes me. And that helps with sex. Does that make sense? Like I'm not getting off at my feet being touched, but it isn't a problem. I remember Meredith saying she actually was into it. Oh, okay. Which, well, we love that for her. But not like she was into it like she asked for it, but just she was into it when it she happened. She was receptive. I just don't think we use the word worshipped. Actually, I have a wild foot story. I have a good one. I should share this. Okay. Okay. One time I was at Trader Joe's and I was in the parking lot sitting down in my car, like about to leave. And I had just put groceries in the car. So my door was open. Okay. And I had, not kidding, this is real. A guy came up to me and was like, oh my God, you have the most beautiful feet. And bent down, was at feet level, and just started kissing my feet. Stop, you're lying. I'm not, it really happened. You can, I, you can, you can ask my best friend. This is a real thing. How that, did you react? I allowed it. It just didn't seem that weird. Like, and then I was like, you allowed it? I know. And then after the fact, I was like, what? In the world, it was just, it all happened so fast. And he wasn't like threatening. He didn't seem threatening. He just seemed so into my feet that I just allowed, it was like, well, it's my foot. How long did he kiss? How long was he down there? It wasn't that long. Like, it was just like, it was like if somebody were to kiss your hand, but like he kissed my feet. Oh my God. I know. Now I actually need you to show me your feet. Okay, well, we'll do that. <laughs> later? Yeah, let's Can do you it give later. me a peek? Yeah, they're, they're pretty cute. Amanda, that story's insane. I know. It's a good one for today. Is that not like a little bit of an assault? Like someone just kissing you? I mean, I think you? it is. I think depending on how you want to look at it. But I just thought it was so... I The thing is, I love a good story, obviously. <laughs> so I think for me, it was like worth it for the story. Right. He was down there and you were like, oh, I can talk about this later. Like, oh I can God, talk about this, this later. Hilarious. Like, thank you for this. You know, for this and he moment. was thanking you too. Oh, he was. It was mutually beneficial. <laughs> for very different reasons. That is, I'm so glad you shared that. Oh, yes. You're welcome. I'm very glad that my comment on male, normalizing male butt play compelled this person to own their interest in getting pegged because... They should. Men literally have something inside them that makes it feel good. So, of course, you want stuff up there. It only makes sense. And also, I know that you may not be personally homophobic, but I do think that the reason so many guys are kind of like jumpy about being pegged or like butt play in general is a cultural deep rooted homophobia about what it means to like butt stuff. You know what it means? It just means that you like stuff up your butt. Period. And that's awesome. I'll peg you. Just kidding. I won't. <laughs> I don't want to peg a fan. I feel like that would be weird. But pegging a dude is on my bucket list. I fully need to do that soon. Amanda, have you ever pegged anyone? <laughs> do you want to? I have not. I would be open to it. I, I've had people ask me to do it. And you didn't? Just be like I haven't been asked because yet. I didn't I felt like I didn't want to with the people that asked me. OK, that's fair. Yeah, it has to be the right time, right place. I think I feel like it would be very uh, heal like healing cathartic to have this role reversal. I also like in general have dick envy. So I just feel like it would be really cool. <laughs> I'll let you guys know if I ever peg anyone. You guys will be the first to know. I'll get on here and tell tens of thousands of people that I put a strap on in a guy's 
butthole. Let's move on. <laughs> Do my, does my family listen to this podcast? I hope not. Two weeks ago, I was invited to a friend's birthday party. When I was arriving, I texted her asking for the number of her apartment. It turns out she canceled the party because a relative died and she wasn't in town, obviously. I felt bad that someone in her family died, but I was the only one from the party she didn't informed about its cancellation. I texted her that I was sorry for her loss, but that she could have told me earlier. As I, two minutes from her house, in full costume, because yeah, it also had to be a costume party. Oh, and she got mad at me for saying she should have told me before as it was really shitty timing for her. To clarify, I lost my dad a year earlier, so I understood how losing someone felt and how one tends to forget and ignore stuff. But I learned that even when going through something rough, you should recognize that you can make mistakes. Anyhow, two weeks later, she reinvited me to the party, but this time I was kind of sick. Nothing bad but a runny nose and some dryness in the throat, so I cough from time to time. I went to the party sick and nobody noticed, so I shared drinks and smokes with almost everyone. I felt bad at the beginning, but fuck them for not one of them telling me last time that there was no party and making me lose my time alongside my brother and my mother's time? What? Who's <laughs> my what we're you're not adding in enough info for us to understand that part my energy and mostly importantly my makeup so yeah love your vids sorry if there are spelling mistakes english is not my first language i like that she's standing on this moral high ground of tell like shaking her finger at her friend for not telling her that the party was canceled when someone died yet she's weaponizing her illness like look in the mirror girl also i understand how annoying it is to get ready for nothing. The time, the energy, the makeup. I hate putting makeup yes, on. Yes, I love that they said most importantly, makeup. We get it. I get, I do feel that. And there's a mental preparation for seeing yeah, other human beings. But if it's before I put my makeup on, I'm I'm much more likely to be okay with it than if I've already put my makeup on. If you've already put your makeup on, you're gonna go and get everybody fucking sick. <laughs> It's just not an excuse. Is I get the inconvenience, but it's not an excuse. And you are officially blacklisted from every party that I don't throw. I'm so curious how your mom and brother were involved. Uh, my guess is that they drove. They yeah, they drove, or maybe they got ready for the costume party too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they weighed in on her costume. Yeah, may maybe they did. Maybe they s sewed something. <laughs> could okay. be could be so when I first moved out and went to college I was living in like a medium-sized city and I saw that I didn't have money it's just that I wanted more money sure. and so I got into the little habit of um making how do I put this making transactions with men in exchange for cash and sometimes other goods. There's this one guy who I would meet up with pretty regularly. And his name, well, he told me his name was John, but his real name is Drew. <laughs> I found out his name, but he told me his name was John. So I'm going to say John. He would pick me up from the dorms. He was like probably like 50 I would say. He would pick me up from the dorms. And we would drive to this hotel room that he was 
living in temporarily because he was like a government contractor so he was always traveling yeah he would pick me up there in his truck and we would like sing lady gaga in his truck and like smoke cigarettes out the window and stuff like that we would pull up to the hotel and what we would do is he would tie like my ankles together and like my legs together and my wrists together behind my back and stuff like that and he would touch my feet and jerk off and he would want me to pretend that he kidnapped me. <laughs> he was a chill guy. I met up with him a few times. We would do that. And it was all fine. And like he never crossed any boundaries until one day. I was tied up already. And he was already doing his thing. And he stopped. And he was like, I have a vibrator I can use on you if you want. And I was like, no. Like, I don't want to. I don't know where it's been. And also, I don't, I'm not attracted to you in this situation. Like, I'm laughing in my head. And so I'm like, no, I think he kind of brushed it off. But then in the ride home in his truck, he was like, you know, I expect you to be like more enthusiastic next time. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to pay you, but blah, 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 blah. Like just kind of like going off on me. And that was the last time I ever saw him. And then in fact, like after that, I just kind of, no, I didn't really stop doing it, but I stopped. I stopped doing it like that. But um, yeah, at one point he gave me this vape juice that was like clown themed. He was obsessed with clowns. I forgot to mention that. He was obsessed with clowns. He was obsessed with it. And he had like a bunch of like clown merchandise everywhere, including clown vape juice, which he gave to me, which it sucked, but it was a nice gesture and I appreciated it. But thank you for hearing my secret. I really freaking love the podcast. I love hearing the tea from everybody. Yeah, stay cool. Stay cool. Stay cool. The part of the secret that really gets me, on it's not the prostitution. It's not the pretending to be kidnapped to get some dude off. It's that the dude loves clowns. <laughs> I'm sorry, but where in the secret does that come? What do you mean? At the very end. Oh, my God, Amanda. Wow. I don't make the rules. Wow. <laughs> you just enforce them. That's uh, so true. Wow. What compels someone to be drawn to clowns? Like, psychologically, it can't be a healthy thing, right? And so I feel like it's so perfect that this dude loved clowns. Like, what does that mean? Also, I bet, I imagine his ego was very hurt when she denied his gesture to try to get her sexually involved. Because it sounds like he probably thought they were more than just an, a business exchange, you know? Mm. But she just wanted his money and his clown juice. <laughs> not, the, not the kind of clown juice uh. he wanted her to want. Yikes, that hurts. Ew, clown know, juice? so bad. Can we officially rename cum clown juice? <laughs> Why is it so fitting? It's perfect. <laughs> Just dudes out here being clowns. It's actually funny because I know a few clowns. Like, I have a clown community. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> There's a sentence you don't hear every day. <laughs> I have some clown friends. I'm going to ask them if they refer to their own cum as clown juice. And if they don't, it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Where can we submit this petition to rename cum to clown juice? Do we... Contact Webster? I think so. I this is probably more of an urban dictionary move. Yeah, we, we got to make some calls. <laughs> We're going to make some calls. <laughs> Have you seen like insane clown posse 
people. Like that's a thing. That's scary too, isn't it? Those are scary. Yeah. But that's different than like, I feel like there are different types of clowns. Well, like, yeah, Yes. Just to be clear, my clown friends, <laughs> they don't wear, they don't wear anything. Clown is a way of life. And the big feet, and they, they, there's like all of my clown friends drive one car. <laughs> like in the same car, they're all in, there's like 20 of them in one of the, like a smart car. They all yeah. travel together. It's more of a, it's more of a way of being. Uh, it's a game. It's a huh. activity. What does that mean? Clowning is sort of like improv, but a more stripped down child version of improv. So improv involves a lot of uh, kind of calculated game. Clowning is literally like playing pretend. And just being like a your child self. It's very healing. I used to go to this thing. It honestly saved me during the pandemic called Clown Church, which is what it sounds like. It was sort of like, um, it was almost spiritual. We would do dances and all this stuff, but it was called clowning. Hmm. And it's fucking awesome. And it makes my clown juice <laughs> get juicy. <laughs> I have a dare for everyone watching and Amanda and me. And this is the dare. And oh my God, do it. And then write or call in. My dare is with no context. Next time you hook up with oh someone, my God, yes! tell them to give you their clown juice. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I, you know, I'm down. Ah, uh, prove it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Hi, Alex. So I have been a fan of yours for some time. Started with like watching your videos in the middle of the night in college. So fun. My roommate would always wake up to me like cackling in bed, but it's okay. Um, so when you came out with the podcast, I immediately started listening. And I've never really had a secret to submit until the other day I was listening to one of your recent podcasts and some Thing was mentioned about like finding your cousin attractive and all of a sudden I got like these flashback memories of something that like went on in my childhood where I was like oh my gosh I need to tell her this is so weird so my secret is pretty much that which by the way I haven't talked to any about this let alone even my cousin I don't even know how it started we never mentioned it again ever since we were younger and I mean like elementary school whenever we used to have sleepovers like we do cousin sleepovers whatever in the same room and nothing like weird went on like I never saw him he never saw me whatever but we would be like laying down in our sleeping bags and for some reason it was a thing for us in like the middle of the night where I would take off my underwear and he would take off his and we would give it to each other and then put each other's on. And we would just like lay in each like lay down wearing each other's underwear for like 20 minutes. And then we would just switch back. I really don't know how it started. I mean, maybe him because he was older and like just a dumb little boy. But at the same time, I was a weird ass kid. So who knows? But yeah, I long Moral of the story is I used to switch underwear with my cousin um, during sleepovers, and that was about it. We've never, I've never really talked about it to anybody, let alone him. And yeah, it was super weird. But that's my secret. Uh, love you. Hope you have a great day. And yeah, bye bye. I'm a little corrupt from reading so many secrets over the years. So there is a part of my brain that's like, well, you didn't fuck your cousin, you know, and a lot of people do. I've learned. 
But you know what? This is intimate. Like, think about switching. You don't just switch underwear with anybody, especially not your cousins. Uh, um, oh, oh, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I don't even know why I said that. Why did that. that come out of your system? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know who said that. <laughs> who was that? Who, who did that? What? That was me. Eddie, what do you say? <laughs> um, honestly, the idea of switching underwear with someone that I like is hot. Like, that turns me on. But the idea of switching underwear with anybody else, uh, repulsive <laughs> so i think that this would be a really good barometer over whether you like someone or not you know sometimes you're not totally sure should i go on another date i guess if you're even questioning it at all that's kind of a sign but ask yourself what <laughs> would i swap underwear with this person because i heard a while ago i thought this was really good advice if you're ever unsure about dating or moving forward with someone it was to think about whether you would feel comfortable with them pet sitting your pet I feel like that's a really good question, but that doesn't cover the sexual element of things. So you asked, would they, would I let them sit on my pet and would I let them sit on your pet? I don't know. Just some wordplay, like caress my pet. I'm trying to, oh. I'm, you see what I'm trying to do here? <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh yeah. Sit on my pussy and, and, and take care of my pussy and take care of my pussy. It, it doesn't exactly work, but just take care of my pussy. Just take period. Yeah. There's two elements to it. That's Would I let it. them take care of yeah. my pussy? Um, it doesn't work if you're asexual or if you're just generally not enthused by the idea of switching underwear with people, though, I will say. But it works for me. So I'm grateful that you submitted this. Amanda, does it work for you? It works for me. And I think. Right on. I'm yeah, well, what I wanted to say was I love that everyone – I really think it's interesting listening to all these ways that people experimented with their cousins and their family members because I just don't – I think when you're a kid, you're just exploring things and some – like that, it feels to me like a beginning of like a – that's like a sexual thing that they tried together. And I think when you're a kid, you don't even necessarily know that's what you're doing, but I, I feel like it's kind of just healthy and normal and I appreciate that people are sharing these – weird things that they've done because I just don't think it's, I mean, I know it's not that uncommon just based on what we are it's receiving. It's definitely you know? not uncommon. I mean, Meredith, our therapist, said it wasn't. And I think we all can reach back into our totally. little brains and find an odd story. Yep. I can think of a few for sure. As can I. So yeah. And this one was kind of wholesome, which was, which was nice. I think that's what, that's where my head was at. Is that that's why it was you were kind like, of like endearing? Like you know what? It's okay. It's okay that you did that. Go swap underwear with swap your cousin. Underwear, you know, see how it feels for twenty minutes exactly. <laughs> Time it and then take them off. Uh, for going public, we are going to speak with the following secret submitter. Hey, Alex. I've already submitted a few secrets, but my life is a shit show, and I'd like to share one more secret with you that I will take to my grave. Apparently not. Basically, OnlyFans destroyed me and my dad's relationship. Anyways, me and my friend were broke and needed money. We had been talking about starting an OnlyFans account for a little extra cash on the side, and we finally gotten together, smoked a little weed, and created an account. Obviously, we used fake names and said we were from a different state and all that kind of stuff to somewhat protect our identities. So after a few months, we started gaining a few subscribers on our account and we were making a decent amount of money on the site. 
Everything seemed to be going well until one day I got a private message from a man with no profile picture saying he wanted to have a video call with me for $30. But he used my real name, not the name I went on, by on OnlyFans, so I was caught off guard and started freaking out. I called my friend and her advice was tell him you will do the video call. So I called the man, you won't believe who answered, it was my dad. I asked him what the fuck he was doing on OnlyFans and he said, my friend told me you had an OnlyFans account, I can't believe my daughter is a prostitute. He hung up the phone and we haven't spoken since. It's been a few weeks since we've talked and I feel so awkward. I stopped posting on the account and so did my friend and we basically abandoned it after that. LOL, that's my most embarrassing moment ever. Whoa, that is, I'm viscerally reacting because it's so painful to imagine being in that position. Let's get her on the phone. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am great and really excited to talk to you about your submission. Oh, me too. Are you nervous at all? I am pretty nervous. What do you... I did like a whole practice thing before this. You did a rehearsal? <laughs> yes, I did. What are you nervous about? I don't know. I'm just nervous to talk about this. I haven't really talked about this with anybody, but the friend in The Secret, I uh, reviewed it with her. <laughs> like, I watched your podcast yesterday, and then, like, she pretended to be you. <laughs> Let me know at the end if your friend did a good job being me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if she did a better job being me than I am being me, even. All right. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I wonder, I don't know a lot about OnlyFans, but what was the specific type of content that you were putting on? So, we were, like, Pretending to be sisters on OnlyFans because we look really similar. Okay. <laughs> and we would do like mostly underwear photos, but sometimes nude photos if we were paid a lot. Were you ever making videos? Um, not together. No. Okay. Oh, so you did have some videos on there. But like separately. So you had videos of yourself? Were they like masturbation videos? Yes. Okay. So do you suspect your dad saw those videos? If someone doesn't subscribe to you, can they see that content? No. So what happened was my dad's friend. So he's like, we call him my uncle, right? So he's like really close. He saw my videos, and he is the one who told my dad. Ew, do you think your fake uncle enjoyed the videos? I don't know, but I haven't talked to him or my dad either. So honestly, I'm not sure if my dad really saw any of my videos. I know. He just knows you have the account. Yeah, my dad's best friend saw the videos i'm not like 100 percent sure my dad did you know your dad's best friend is his vibe like he would watch you think honestly i don't know he like Ew. i've known him since i was born Ugh. like he's been friends with my dad since middle school or high school or college or something but you said he saw the video so does that mean he's subscribed 
I don't know because I don't know if he used his name. I didn't see his real name. Okay. On my subscribed list. But I'm sure people use so, fake names on there. Yeah. So if he was subscribed, he used a fake name. I guess I'm curious if there's any specific video or piece of content that haunts you the most that you had up that they might have seen. Um, I don't know. Like, I was so, I was born, um, raised like Christian. Oh. So, like, I have a baby at a young age too. And, like, my dad was already, like, upset about that. And then, like, this on top of it, my dad, he, I think he's, like, probably out of my life forever, honestly, Aww. after this. I'm sorry. I'm, like, laughing and having a good time. <laughs> You're like, no, this is really traumatic. It's okay. It's okay. When you talked to him on the phone, did you get any word in at all? Um, so, like, I ended that because I got freaked out, like, the video call. And then I called him, like, on my normal phone to, like, have a conversation. And what did that conversation look like? He was really angry. He called me a prostitute. And, um... Which just isn't true, but... I know. It's just, like, I guess I was taught that like, it's really wrong and everything. Right. So he he was just really upset. And then my mom, she's a little bit more supportive. But she's not happy over it. But I don't think she's going to cut me out, if that makes sense. So she's not encouraging you to do it, but she's not going to, like, abandon you wholly if you do. Yeah, yeah. She's not happy about this. Man. When will parents learn that the more strict and religious you raise your child, (laughs) the more they're going to, you know, like, swing on the other side of the pendulum? I know that's what happened to me too. Like I got into (laughs) drugs when I was like 15 too and like everything. Yeah. How did you feel after the call with your dad? I just felt so embarrassed and like ashamed of myself. And that's what we deleted the account and everything. And like me and my friend don't talk about it anymore. Until you prepped for this interview. (laughs) Yeah, we just like to pretend it didn't exist. Honestly, you pro- it's probably helpful that you prepped for this interview because it created the space for you guys to talk about it. It was kind of funny, honestly. <laughs> like, we had a few good laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> That's good. I'm really happy about that at the least. Have you tried to reach out to your dad since the call or has he tried to reach out to you? No, there hasn't been like any reaching out. So like him and my mom are not together. So him and my mom don't speak because all of their kids together are like grown up and moved out. So they don't really have any contact. It sounds like you and your dad weren't even that close before. Were you ever close? Not really. I don't really have any like good memories with him. Okay. And when you had your kid, he wasn't even supportive. No. My mom was in the hospital with me when I gave birth, though. But your dad wasn't. That's really rough. I hope you can also sort of almost realize that this isn't even about OnlyFans. Like, this is him. That's what it sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lifelong so. issue for you guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is inappropriate. How much money did you make before you stopped? Oh, my God. Like, so it took a few months. I don't know. In the secret, I said, like, a few months. 
it probably took around like five months for us to get like noticed and then probably like seven months for us to like make any like money if that makes sense okay and how much are we talking um so it was like ten dollars to subscribe okay and we had so that would be split between the two of us right so five dollars each and we had like 32 subscribers so it doesn't sound like a lot but it adds up but yeah Every month. And then we both had, like, separate jobs, too. You guys were running a family business, your sisters. <laughs> yeah. Did you like doing it? Um, no, I always felt guilty about it. Mm. But it was nice to have extra money. So, because we like to go on trips. Okay, so it was, like, you're spending money for... Yeah extra stuff so there was no part of you that enjoyed it really because i'm sure some people might be in this position and feel like oh no i actually really enjoyed doing it but it was it was about money for you yeah for both of us we weren't like it wasn't like empowering for us like we felt embarrassed we didn't like tell people okay so maybe not a great thing that your dad found it but it's maybe a good thing that you stopped doing it because it wasn't doesn't sound like it was really in alignment with what you want to be doing I think so. Yeah. I'm sorry that that happened with your dad. I mean, really, I'm not going to lie to you. It's I that sounds like top 10. Worse. <laughs> like pe- when people pose, would you rather I feel like that's one of the top t- five. It's like, would you rather watch your parents have sex or your parents have you having sex? Like that's a- almost like adjacent to what happened. Oh, my God. Like, I hope my dad didn't see me, like, with a vibrator or whatever. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what, though? If you can endure this, you can endure anything. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed because this isn't, like, the first time, like, something embarrassing like this has happened. What else has happened? (laughs) Like, my mom's found, like, my vibrators and shit. Oh, that is so embarrassing. But also, like, we're only human. Your mom probably owns a vibrator. Or maybe Probably. not because I don't know. I don't know how, how religious people conduct themselves, but we all yeah, get off. Um, I don't most ask. of us. <laughs> yeah, don't ask. Oh my God. All right. Do you have any other thoughts to add? Did your friend ask you any questions that were really good that I didn't ask you? <laughs> no. So basically, I asked Amanda for the secret so she could read it back to me like we were in the podcast, like how you do it, like read the secret and then have me come on. (laughs) Oh my God, I love that you had like a mock interview. It was so fun. And then so she just asked me questions like about the OnlyFans and then she asked me questions about like my dad's reaction and like how I felt and stuff like that. But like she didn't really know all of that. She didn't know that my dad stopped talking to me. Wow, you really didn't talk about it. And you haven't really talked about it with anyone. I feel like this is worth talking about with someone because it sounds really painful. Yeah, I have a therapist that I talk to. Okay, good. Are you sad? About my dad? Yeah. A little, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Do you regret doing the OnlyFans after what happened? I do. I regretted it from day one. Like, honestly. Wow. 
And then it kind of culminated into like the literal worst case scenario. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, that's the thing. Like I was having bad dreams about it from the start. I was having like bad thoughts about it. And like me and my friend were like going back and forth. Like, should we do this? Should we not? And then like worst case scenario happens. Like worst that you could ever possibly think of. Takeaway, always trust your intuition. I knew I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I I hope that maybe one day your relationship can be fixed or or not if it's not supposed to. Maybe he's somebody in, in your life that just causes more stress than anything. That's what I hope. Like my me and my therapist like talk through it and everything and I'm still like trying to decide like if I want it or not, like if I want to try, you know? Yeah, to have a relationship with him. Mhm. Sometimes it's not worth having people in our life that make us feel bad about who we are. <laughs> Actually, I would say probably always. I know he's your dad, but... Even parents, yeah. Even parents. Sometimes especially parents. Mm-hmm. Thank you for talking I know, to like, me. I've been watching from the beginning. There's so many bad parents and siblings on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, let your... Let your, I'm sorry for saying this already. I know that you'll let your baby have an OnlyFans if she wants to. <laughs> sorry. I'm actually, can you, let's erase that. <laughs> I didn't say that. that what, hap, what I just did was what you did. I, I knew from the beginning not to, and then I did, and then I regretted it after. All right. I got to go. <laughs> I just malfunctioned. Thank you for talking to me. I'm really sorry Aww. about your dad, and I think you seem lovely. And, uh, I just hope hope the best. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope it wasn't as scary as you thought it was going to be. No, it wasn't. It was nice. Okay, cool. And I was a better me than your friend? Of course. Yeah, cool. you're you. I'm me, <laughs> and you're you, and that's all we can be. Of course. <laughs> a beautiful ending. Okay, thank you. <laughs> And now, for quasi-confessions, I will be revealing your secrets as my own to strangers on Chat Roulette. Let's do it. Hi. What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well. You got a very official mic. I know. Everybody always says that. It's a, it's a pretty nice mic. I'm not going to lie. Are you... You have a nice beard. Is it like a... Thank you. You know, I grew it myself. You did? That's impressive. Yeah. Is that what you it's do like for a living? I'll, you know what? Every day around the clock, 24-7, it doesn't stop. And honestly, it's fucking tiring. You should get paid. I. Sh you know what? Maybe I should just start an OnlyFans for my beard. <gasps> you probably should. I would subscribe. You. Uh, what kind of content would I make for you? What kind of customized shit would I do? What I, do you like? What I, are you into? I want like ASMR, like you touching your beard. You know what I mean? Okay. What and then you, like you being able to hear like the pricklies, like with the microphone up close. Yeah, exactly. What do you actually do for, for money? <laughs> uh, I work, I work in the tech world. Okay. What cool. about you? I am an aspiring artist. Is that your artwork behind you? No, it's not. But I can show you my artwork if you want to see it. I'd love to see it. Because honestly, I think those pieces on the wall are fantastic. Those aren't mine. So this is a... This is one I did recently. 
Solid. I like the I like the squiggly line on the butt. That's very unique. This, oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. So this is a dog, yeah. obviously. Obviously. Um, okay. And then what we have, we have um this is a lobster. Something tells me something something tells me you really like cats though. <gasps> oh, wait. Are you just saying that because I'm wearing a cat sweatshirt? For a second, I was like, oh, my God, this guy really knows me. But I'm wearing a cat sweatshirt. Let me, come over here. Let me just come over here and do this real quick. Oh, yeah. Let me hear that beard. Um, so this is actually one that I, I'm submitting to a contest for, like, realism, like, close to reality okay. type art. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I like it. Do you think it looks realistic? You know what? It's how you see the world, you know? If you see me like that, then that's what you see. Then it's realistic. This does look a lot no like you. Tell you that, no one could tell you that it's not, you know? Thank you. So how much money would you say I could probably get off this? Because I'm really looking to, like, pay my rent and shit. I mean, I think you need to flip those over into, like, an NFT or something. And then, like, honestly, they could probably go for millions. Damn. This is like, so validating because I show off. my mom my art and my parents are, like, literally don't quit your day job type vibe so what's your what's your day job oh i work at a grocery store okay where we do you, sell do you bag groceries ingredients like this Ooh, this is a lobster eating a sandwich <laughs> solid and this is a sandwich eating a lobster <laughs> Do you want to buy any of them? You are, you are, you are something else. You know that? Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Can I, can I get the sandwich eating the lobster? How much, how much would you charge for that? I mean, it's, it's one of my best pieces. I think like artistically it's really good. So I would say maybe yeah. like 650, 650. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking more along like $6.50 was more doable. Are you serious? How am I supposed to make a living on $6.50? Stop buying Starbucks every day. Okay, that felt like a judgment. But you're right. I mean, I know it's PSL season, but come on, you got to cut back a little. You're right. You're not wrong. Okay. So <laughs> can we meet between six fifty and six fifty? Like sure. Three twenty. You know what? Sounds sounds reasonable to me. Will you really Venmo me three hundred and twenty dollars for this? I'll send it to you. Drop drop your Venmo in and we'll see what happens. <gasps> Stop it. Okay. Here it is. It's it's coming up blank. It's not a real person. There's no way you looked it up that quickly. I did. What? It's right here. Okay, well, fuck. It's fine. You know what? It's fine because you're not paying the full price and I know it's worth $650. i am going to find someone who's willing to pay what it's worth. I, I, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What are you doing on here? Uh, I'm horny, actually. I'm bored. Oh, oh you're horny. Cut to the yeah, Straight to the point. You. I really appreciate Wait. that. 
you said why are you on here so but i'm actually, chatting to so. i'm an artist and i made oh a God. like a sexy painting of a woman maybe <laughs> maybe you'll like it okay show me do you want to see it okay very hot is that getting very you going hot. yeah <laughs> cool. kind of looks like a penis itself oh, oh. it looks like a penis Wait, are you into that play? Uh, no, not really. But are you, I'm just can saying. I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Are you into butt play? Who's, is anybody with you? God. Oh, okay. <laughs> are you into butt play? Not personally, but my friend and I were just talking about how it men obviously like butt play because it feels good, but everybody's ashamed about it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. It's good. Thank it's good. you. Yes. Thank you. It is yeah. good. I mean, I don't have the thing that makes it good, but I know that it's good for you, and I just want men to own it. Oh, yeah, like the G-spot. You're just, like, more internal, like, in the vagina. Yeah. I, I like a vaginal penetration. That's good for me. Yeah? That's good yeah. for me. I don't have one of those to be penetrated, so that's that's fair. Yeah. Oh my Maybe God. in your next life. Yeah. Luck. Here we go. Luck. I was hoping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, fingers crossed. So, well, no, do you want to keep looking at this? That'll help you. This uh, I like your face better. Painting? No? Okay. Mm, All right. It's offensive. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, it's, I, that's kind of offensive because, I mean, this is really sexy, this picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's perfect. Like, it's almost too good. I don't want it to be so fast. Like, I get too excited. Oh, oh my God. Duh, <laughs> duh, 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 duh. Okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. On. I didn't mean to, like, I don't know if that's, like, almost assault because it's, like, so abrasively yeah it's just like i'm not even gonna get to enjoy it i'll just come and it'll be over okay so. yeah i won't show you it uh, until you're coming <laughs> yeah thanks oh you're gonna stay till i come maybe i will okay, okay. maybe i won't <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> sneak attack <laughs> Honestly, I when I made this dog, I was like, this should be merch. Imagine this. 100% should be. No, for sure. Yeah, I'd buy it. I would too. Let's make this into merch. Leave a comment down below if you want this merch. Yeah, it needs to say something though too. Oh, we'll work on it this and get back art. to you. Yeah, this is art or like I'm talented. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm talented. <laughs> okay, for today's round of a pause... I am challenging you, inspired by my trip to Peru, which is kind of scary. I'm challenging you to do that thing that you know you want to do, but you haven't done yet. Something you're sitting on, either because it scares you or because it's too much work. Maybe it's applying to a job, putting yourself out there to meet new people, reading that book that's been sitting on your shelf that you know would be really helpful to read. I don't know. I don't know. But that first thing you thought of, that is what the assignment is. So good luck. And I'm so excited to come back and let you guys know how it goes. And I'm really excited to turn the camera off and go check out Amanda's feet. See if I would get down there and kiss him too. I think you would. I think I would and I think I will. You know what? I can't wait. Let's wrap this up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, you're only as sick as your secrets, so send them to me. Go to speakpipe.com slash revealingyoursecrets to leave a voicemail or fill out the anonymous submission form at the bottom of my show notes. 
Today's episode of Revealing Your Secrets is a production by Cast Media. I'm your host, Alex Weiss. My producer is Amanda Elliott. My executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. My editor is Arvin Lee. My technical engineer is Olivia Hawes. And design and animations by Jeff Schweikart. I'm going to go kiss Amanda's feet, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>